from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. My name is Chris. This is Chad. I'm Josh. And I'm Daniel. And we are back again to talk all things media. We are we are going to have a special bonus episode this time, guys, just discussing Alien Covenant. But before we do dive into that, I wanted to invite all of you uh, who are listening right now to join in on the conversation. Facebook is the best place to do that. Head over to our Facebook page. Give us a like. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you enjoy about the show, what you think might be uh, what might be improved upon. We'd love to hear your feedback. It definitely uh, feeds us, and we get excited about hearing from you. So head over there and do that uh, as soon as you possibly can. We would really appreciate it. And while you're kind of giving us some love and, and, uh, and, and joining us on the Facebook page, feel free to subscribe to us on iTunes. That definitely helps. Uh, that way you get this podcast on a timely basis. Whenever it goes live, you'll get it right away. Uh, but before we dive in to the Alien Covenant uh, review, we wanted to chat a little bit about some uh, news that uh, just kind of hit the wire uh, a few hours ago. So, Chad, what's uh, what's going on and what's uh, what's happening in the, in the world of Hollywood at the moment? Yeah, so it's uh, it's very sad, uh, breaking news, but news uh, nonetheless that is of interest, obviously, to movie fans and, and people. Uh, and that is we learned uh, today that Zack Snyder is going to pull himself off of the finishing duties of uh, Justice League due to a family tragedy that he had as a, you know, as a parent. It's the worst thing you can imagine that's losing a child. And in this case, he had his 20-year-old daughter, Autumn, who took her own life. And we really don't know any of the details about that. Uh, and so we'll certainly say that our, our thoughts and, and prayers are with the Snyder family for sure. Um, yeah. Unimaginably sad. But related to the to the news of that he he felt that he could throw himself into his work and complete it thinking that it may uh, enable him to be distracted enough to do it but felt ultimately that he could not do it and so the news uh, that we're just finding out now uh, which is of certainly of interest to comic book lovers is that Josh Whedon who we had heard his name circling around some deep possible DC properties for a while is actually going to come in and finish the film. Now, my understanding is that principal photography is wrapped, and they're actually in production now, post-production. So I'm not sure exactly how much of Joss's DNA could make its way into it. But I am interested to kind of get your thoughts on that. I know, listen, it's no secret that I am no fan of Zack Snyder's <laughs> movies in uh, related to the DC universe. Uh, and I did, I really did like many of his earlier work, but not not in this uh, in this world. And I've been a tremendous fan of, of Josh's work in Marvel. So I think the, the question that many people are asking is, how will Josh, how will Josh, it's so hard to say Josh. What a dumb <laughs> Joss. name that Joss. is. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I think many people are wondering is how the tone uh, will jive where DC is, even though they're trying to be more funny, they're typically grounded uh, take versus Whedon's, which is way more funny and uh, and kind of lighthearted. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, from what I heard, uh, it's it's really going to be minor. I mean, like you said, uh, uh, principal photography is finished. Uh, I guess there are just a, a, a few reshoots needed to be done that that Whedon was actually going to write for uh, Zack Snyder to direct, and now he'll just direct those those small reshoots and then finish kind of overseeing the post-production process. I honestly don't imagine that this will impact it greatly. 
Um, I, I especially I don't I don't imagine that Joss will want to come in and change much out of respect, if nothing else. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a really tragic, terrible news, good news kind of situation. Uh, but I, I don't imagine it'll change what the film was at its core. Yeah. I mean, he's he's working on a Batgirl movie at the moment. So I know that he's been invested in the DC universe uh, for the last several months prepping that. I'm not sure where they are as far as production goes in that at the moment. But, you know, obviously he's got some investment into DC. And so this makes perfect sense. Like you said, he was already a writer, at least some sort of a some sort of a brain trust there on the Justice League project. So it makes sense. And I think it it puts people at ease, both the production house, both, you know, Warner Brothers and, you know, everybody who is, you know, wanting to make sure that Justice League is a success, that somebody like Joss Whedon would be willing to attach his name to it. I think it just gives people a little bit more of a sigh of relief, like, okay, you know, this might actually turn out to be maybe better, just with a little bit of Joss dust sprinkled on top. So we'll see. We'll yes, really Joss see what dust. happens. Joss <laughs> yes, dust. Joss, from dust. a very cold-hearted, Pat, dead, soulless marketing perspective uh, you know it's certainly a win no 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 I, no come on now no it is to to say that josh is going to come in and finish this movie is right. absolutely a marketing yeah. coup for sure because yeah. people yes. are they i think freaking in out about general it. people have lost faith in snyder's direction for this universe and have wanted to change and the proof's in the pudding with his work with marvel with joss whedon so ultimately we just it's just something we felt like we needed to talk about because it is really Big news, uh, but again, want to reiterate our thoughts and prayers for the Snyder family, and hope that everything um, will come out in the end. You're listening to the Screeners Podcast. Let's go ahead and dive into our review of Alien Covenant. You've all sacrificed so much to be here and be a part of this thing we're doing. This crew is made up of couples. It's the first ever large-scale colonization mission. And everyone back on Earth is really grateful for your hard work. And your courage. We're making history here. You hear that? What? Nothing. No birds. No animals. Nothing. What's happening? I need you back here right now. I need you back. Okay, baby, just calm down, sweetheart. Calm down. Tell me to calm down. You're breaking up. All of this. All right, guys, the IMDb description of Alien Covenant is as follows. The crew of a colony ship bound for a remote planet discover an uncharted paradise with a threat beyond their imagination and must attempt a harrowing escape. Alien Covenant is directed by Ridley Scott. It stars uh, Michael Fassbender, Catherine Waterstone, Billy Billy Crudup, uh, and many, many others. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys about this movie. Uh, So before we kind of dive in, about this alien is a an institution at this point i think um the first one is of course unbelievably iconic uh we go to disney world 
fairly frequently. And one of the rides we always ride on is the great movie ride where they talk about all the great movies. And Alien is one of those great movies that they always talk about. It changed the genre forever, really. Uh, so I'm interested to know what your guys' background is in the Alien franchise as a whole. And uh, we'll maybe talk about that first, and then we can dive in more directly with uh, this new film. So uh, let's start off uh, with Daniel. You're the youngin' here. I'm <laughs> guessing, though, because you're, you're you're such a movie guy, you've seen all the Alien films. What is your kind of relationship with them? Yeah, I love uh, Alien and Aliens. I've seen three and four maybe once, uh, so I don't really, I don't have a connection to those. Didn't really enjoy them as much. But the first two, I really, really love. Love them a lot. Yeah. Fantastic movies. I haven't seen any of the Alien versus Predator movies uh, out of principle. Uh, what? You yay. haven't watched those movies? Come on. I haven't. The first one's um, actually pretty good. I'm just gonna say it. It's a, oh, it's a, it's an right. interesting romp. It is an interesting. I'll take your word for it. Uh, but Prometheus, I loved. I loved Prometheus. I thought it was fantastic. I know some people have strong feelings against it, but I really, really liked it a lot. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I want to talk about uh, Prometheus when we uh, after. I know there's so much there, but but really, you enjoyed Prometheus. I did. I don't understand. Um, I don't understand how. <laughs> but okay. I thought I thought it was a, a beautiful. Uh, and thrilling movie and what I loved about it uh, and this this applies to my review what I loved about Prometheus is that it, it touched the alien universe without being too over the top it felt like its own thing and, and then just kind of uh, without going into any spoiler why why are you listening to this if you haven't if you haven't watched Prometheus but uh, it, it kind of just touched hey it at the end kind of touched to have you not watched it Josh we'll get there we'll oh, get yeah, there it's rough oh boy so anyway, like I said, it was just kind of hinted at and, and a, almost an Easter egg sort of sort of thing at the end. Um, right. So that's what I loved about it. Now, enter Alien Covenant. I, yeah. I left the theater and I liked the movie a decent amount. I thought it was I thought it had a lot of good stuff there. But the more I've talked about it to other people and, and thought about how, my feelings on it, it's one of those movies where the more you talk about it, the, the, the more negative you feel about it. Or at least it's that way for me. So... I'll start with the good stuff. It is beautifully shot. Um, it definitely is a very well put together movie. Uh, you know, just like Prometheus was, the the planet, even though it looks identical to the planet in Prometheus, it's it's beautiful. Um, it's a really uh, beautiful landscape. Everything is really uh, the the style is on point here, uh, just like it was in Prometheus. And also Danny McBride, I thought the performances all around were, were fairly good, but Danny McBride really stood out because he's not somebody I would have ever thought was a was a right fit for this role, and he really nailed it. I thought I thought he was really good, but that's about all I good I can say about it. It was decently thrilling. Um, the negative stuff uh, kind of cro- creeped up uh, the more I thought about it, and that that was that I don't give a crap about this story. Um, I don't care about this mythology that Ridley Scott is trying to build about where the alien came from and, and all yeah. these engineers. I really don't care. Um, and in Isn't fact, that what Prometheus only... is, though? Isn't that what Prometheus That's what I don't understand, then. So if you're not into that, why don't why, why does but Prometheus it's not, appeal? Though, that's the thing. It's, it, it, to, me, it, to me, it's not. Um, when I watch Prometheus, I, I'm not trying to think of... I know that's not the main it, to me. It doesn't feel like the main focus of Prometheus. Um, it, maybe it was for Ridley Scott, but when I watch it, all I feel is that it's just another planet they've they've landed on with these engineers, and and then <laughs> yeah, that's. I, but here it's the main focus. That's that's the entire movie. Here is uh, is 
uh, well, I don't know how, how much into spoilers we want. Yeah, to let's yeah, just end it there. But I, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I agree. So, I understand what you're so saying. So that's the stuff that I don't care about. Um, I, I and and it affects and negatively affects the first alien movie for me because it's trying to explain where this alien came from when that's where the that's where the the thrills and the the fear came from in the first movie where it was this just this random creature attacking them with no regard for anything else and and now it's it's a greater scheme has been hatched i guess that's all i'll kind of say about it but yeah so that's the negative thing for me is is it just it turns something a, a really thrilling story in alien into something stupid and i just don't care about this story that they're trying to weave so uh, obviously i have some negative feelings it's a good movie it really is like i said i left the theater i, I felt like i enjoyed myself when i was watching it but uh, it's just the more i think about it the dumber it gets so i don't know mix i would say mixed feelings for me about alien covenant Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, Josh, we're there. We've, we've gotten there. So, what? It, where is there? Where are we? What's going I will on? Say you. You say they're mixed feelings. It doesn't sound all that mixed, Daniel. I'm no just kidding. Gonna, just like, I really there. like this movie. Let me tell you how I hate this movie. <laughs> I really hated it, and the more I think about it, I hate it even more. In fact, I'm it's getting mad just worse. talking about it. I told you, it keeps getting worse every time I open my mouth. <laughs> oh man! Well, let's see if I can I can help you with that. Oh, um, so starting out with our history of the franchise, I, I think we should all just take a moment and be proud that I'm here for a bonus episode. Yeah, I went out yeah, and yeah. saw one of your well bonus done. episode movies. <laughs> one of your bonus and... <laughs> episode movies. <laughs> Because I uh, thought it was going to be a real episode, and here we are doing a bonus episode just about Alien. But that's fine. I'm not uh-huh. bitter. I'm not bitter. <laughs> it is the first Alien movie that I have seen. So I have zero history with the franchise. Ooh, I'm excited so... to know. Let's see what you thought about Alien Covenant, Josh. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> well, I I need some help from people who have a history with the yes, franchise. Yes, you do, because, man. Because the deal for me is... There's nothing, and Daniel pretty much um, hit most of what I was going to say, but there's nothing fundamentally wrong with the movie. It doesn't suffer from terrible writing or story problems or really standout bad performances. The cinematography is good. It's a solid movie, but for me, uh, as someone with... I assume there's some kind of history behind the fact behind the colony ship thing uh, the whole concept of it and Wayland Industries and all that Indeed. but being dropped into this movie there are zero stakes set up for me and I, I am left not caring about the crew I don't care about their mission I don't care about the company because I have I have no, I have no reason to I, there's no setup. it's not a Let standalone s- story let me say that doesn't change if you have a history with the alien okay, franchise cool. That yeah, is not, I, I say, disagree. It, I totally it disagree is, with that. It is a, it is a very no. It, yeah, it is. I totally agree. Like it is a it's a very kind of like I'm very surprised uh, that you and Daniel agree. Faceless uh, organization that you're just meant to not really like all that much. This is the Wayland. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Uh, continue, Josh. Sorry. Well, I, that was pretty much it because I I don't have much. There are no stakes, and so when things happen, yeah, I I don't really. I I don't care, mm. and like the whole ship could. I don't know whether they're like leaving a planet and they're the only ones left, and so they're the only 
hope of humanity and so if their ship goes down that's really bad or whether there's a whole bunch of others and who cares did you I, get any sense of scope. did you get any sense of like where you were like i know you haven't seen the other alien movies but did you feel like this is probably coming before maybe this is after maybe this is middle like do you have any idea of kind of time no, and place and space I, and all I, that? I know enough about the history of the franchise that okay. Prometheus was like a prequel to the original Alien movies, okay. and this came right after Prometheus. Am I right? Okay, you're yes. correct. That's correct. Yes, good. Okay, great. I, I was just curious about that, and having like literally no other ties to the franchise, I was just wondering if that was a yeah. I, I just haven't seen issue. them. I, I know well the a first little bit of cultural background. I mean, I, I mean, the first two movies are honestly some of the best films. Period. Like they are incredible alien is an amazing movie aliens is james cameron's take on on it and he just ups the ante so those two movies are fantastic they're really really great movies all right josh anything else before we move on to chad's thoughts from you uh nope no? i'm kind of waiting for the rest of you guys and and see what yeah. you get into in spoilers yeah definitely spoilers is where it's at all right chad mm-hmm. how about you man what were your what were your what are your thoughts? So I'll give my general overview yeah. of the first two, uh, which was the original question. Of course, just like everybody, I love the first two very, very much. Uh, the second one is certainly uh, an unashamed action movie. James Cameron at his best. Uh, it's thrilling, but it is certainly action heavy. And Ridley Scott, I think it's evident uh, in this movie and in Prometheus uh, and in Alien, honestly, and to be uh, if, just to carry it on out in this specific universe, even when Lynch directed uh, Alien Three, uh, I think he is interested in different Fincher. different things. Or Fincher, excuse yeah. me, sorry, Fincher, excuse me. I that think I think he is interested in different things in this universe. Uh, he's in, he's more interested in quoting Byron and Shelley and existential kinds of things, and action yes. is not really what he is the most interested in. And I think in this movie, the action is adequate, but it's also the least interesting part. Uh, I do feel sorry for Josh. I don't see how, and this was one of the things that struck me when I was watching this movie, which I do think is the third best alien movie of, of all of them. I don't see how you could appreciate this movie without seeing Prometheus, let alone seeing the first two, uh, or even maybe the third, which you can you could probably do without. But unlike Daniel, I am not ashamed to say that I did very much like Prometheus and stand by it, and then also say that I like this movie and also stand by it and not back down the more that I think about it. Um, <laughs> I, I think that wow. Prome- I think that Prometheus. Now, I don't think these movies are great. I don't think they're fantastic. They're not. They're not special per se. Maybe outside of the visuals of Prometheus, but I think they're a big step above most like if i have to watch this or i have to watch pirates i mean give me a break i'll take this a million <laughs> well, times out on. of a million okay well this movie or pretty well, much yeah. any other movie that's coming out this summer i'll take it and so for me prometheus was one of the most gorgeous movies i've ever seen it was that that movie along with life of pi are are my top two mountaintop 3d experiences in the theater just visually gorgeous i think prometheus 
establishes, and we can't really get too deep into it without until we get into spoilers, but they yeah. established the origin of the universe, if you will, or uh, without getting into, into spoilers, where these species come into play, and that really pays off in this movie and goes to the logical next step, which then obviously leads eventually uh, into the 1979 Alien movie. And without that context, I think I would have a reaction very much like Josh's, which would be, I just can't care about all this stuff. Unlike Daniel, however, though, I am actually very much interested in the building of the world and the why and where we came from. I didn't think I would be before I saw these movies, but after I have seen them, I do like them more and more. Uh, I like a I like a, a movie that is interested in things other than just action. I like this, even though they're tropey, I like some of the sci-fi questions that are being asked. I agree with everything that everybody said about it. It's crafted in such a way as you would expect from Ridley Scott, who is a, a master craftsman. I, 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 the worst part for me was probably the last action couple of action beats that happen in the movie. Up to that point, I was interested in the characters. I was interested in in the world and the questions that it was answering that Josh doesn't even know that it was answering. So again, my overall feelings, I think, are very positive on this. Liked it very much, yes. And I think I may even watch this again when it comes out because the performances alone, Michael Fassbender's performance is, is stellar. Uh, as usual, and so I think there's yeah. a lot. To, I think there's a lot to pick through here that um, makes it better than your typical summer action fair. So for me, it's a it's a thumbs up. Okay, all right. Uh, so a little more positive than the others, I think. Honestly, you know, Chad, when you were speaking, one of the things that struck out to me, and I think the thing that I agree with you uh, the most on, is that it just wasn't anything special. I think, honestly, there are so many great parts though of this movie the look of the film uh some of the ideas they want to explore uh the mythology the all the amazing kind of stuff that floats around the surface i feel like there are so many great parts and bits that put together could make an amazing film but the way that they uh, leaned heavily on some of those parts and not on the others i just didn't i kind of came away a little disappointed i guess i know that ridley scott loves to explore deeply philosophical um, ideas. You know, Blade Runner is one of those movies that we could, you know, there are entire courses in college that are devoted just to, to Blade Runner. Alien, you know, is a very similar thing. That's more of a, an exercise in horror. And so we have Alien Covenant, and I feel like he wanted to fuse these two things. And I feel like it didn't really do a great job for me. You know, him, uh, there's a lot of quotes from, um, you know, literary sources, uh, from classic music uh, that, all of those bits, I feel like, man, I could like dissect. I, wa I, I wish the movie was good enough that I felt like I should. I want to dive into those pieces, but I don't think that the movie justifies a deep dive, if that makes sense. I know that I'm sure that I've sat down with Ridley, and that's why I'm, I'm really interested to hear the commentary of this film. That I would be more fascinated by it. Uh, I feel like the knowing behind the scenes and knowing where the writers were coming from would probably make me appreciate this movie even more because I feel like there is there's artistry here. Okay. And I agree with you, Chad, when you say that this movie is more on that art level than any of the other films we're going to be seeing this summer. I agree with you on that point. But at the same point, I, I feel like the all those bits, all those ideas put together didn't really come out to 
what I was hoping that they would that they would be. For me, it just felt like so many stupid people making so many stupid mistakes over and over again. Me yelling at the screen, what? What? Seriously? In the writer room, they decided I'll be right back. Really? I mean, we, that happens three or four times in the movie. A person walks away. And exactly what I thought was going to happen happens. And it's just, you know, I, I don't know if it's lazy. I don't know if it's intentional. Uh, I read a review, somebody saying that that was an intentional thing. But at the same time, as a moviegoer, as somebody who sees films a lot, it just feels more lazy to me than it does trying to make a point about humans being stupid or something like that. So anyway, for me, it just felt like the sum of its parts didn't add up to something that I was hoping that it would. And I feel like the filmmakers were hoping that it would as well. And maybe, you know, a director's cut or some sort of a, a commentary around this film would make me appreciate it more. And that's what I came away with feeling like I've maybe missed something, but for me, it just really wasn't great. And it didn't live up to what I was hoping it would, uh, especially being able to answer some of the questions I had coming from Prometheus. So that's what I thought of alien covenant. Um, anything else we want to add before we get our thoughts on if we should see the movie and then jump into spoilers. Anybody? I think there's a lot yes. to talk about in spoilers. For yeah, sure. let's dive into spoilers. But before we do, uh, Daniel, should we see this movie in the theater? What do you think? I honestly, the answer is yes. I think there is a lot worth uh, seeing here. Even though my review was was, I was going to say a bit negative, but maybe more than that. A lot. Negative. Even though my review is negative, <laughs> there there is a lot here. I mean, it, this really is a, a an enjoyable movie to see. Um, it's just I had higher expectations. But I do think it is a, a, a good movie, a worthwhile watch. Um, even though I disagree with the direction of the franchise, it's still a beautiful movie, especially to see in theaters. So, yeah, you should see it on the big screen. Josh? Take it or leave it. It is a beautiful movie. Um, so if you're going to yeah. see it, it's worth seeing it in the theater. But, you know, eh, overall. All right, Chad, how about you, man? Right, it's my scale. It's theater, rental, or skip, and it's the bottom rung of theater. I think it's worth seeing in the theater, not just for the spectacle, but I do think it's just really good. I think it's a good movie that has things on its mind that'll be interesting, and for the people that just want more of the action kind of stuff, it's got that too. Uh, some probably don't like that, but I think it I think it works. And I'm going to say it's probably a rent. It's definitely not uh, a you have to go out and see this in the theater right now, grab a group of friends and go see it or anything. I think if you waited to see it, that would be absolutely fine. For me, I have a feeling I'm not going to remember this movie all that well just just because uh, it just doesn't look like going to stick with me. So I'd say a rental would be more than fine, uh, but it's worth seeing, uh, especially if you have some sort of affinity towards the Alien franchise uh, or Ridley Scott. I think you'll enjoy the movie. OK, let's go ahead and jump into spoilers for Alien Covenant. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got him? There's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führer's brought me off my house in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware of what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. And in a dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. All right, guys. Is there anything you guys want to talk about specifically in spoilers? Um, 
there's a lot that I have on my mind that I'm yeah. curious because you guys like Prometheus so much. Um, I do. I'm cu- so I'm curious. You know, Prometheus, they never really and there's a lot of open questions, right? I mean, there's a lot of just what was that? The black goo, uh, seeing the what are they called? Neomorph, whatever it's called. The, the neomorphs the alien. before they become yeah. xenomorphs. Yeah. At the end of 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 this of Prometheus. And now we jump into uh, to to this movie, and we know. I mean, I feel like they just really quickly try and explain all this stuff in in a very silly way, uh, in my opinion. Like now, the black goo is kind of airborne. It's in these plants for some reason. It's uh, it can change the biology. Of, there's so many problems with this movie, though. Don't you think there's so many problems with this movie? With I with think just there the there are a lot of problems, but I also think there the good far outweighs the bad, which is why I don't love it. I just like it. That's okay, not... so 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 does any of that kind of the mythology, the the, I, the I justification? Love, I absolutely love the mythology. I, I think in Prometheus, they started with. It's obvious in this movie we learn that they are essentially. The engineers from Prometheus have been tampering uh, with the biology of both species here. And so in Prometheus, we see that we're, we're on a, a sidestep of the evolutionary ladder, just as they are with humans at that point. And so that's when you get the neomorphs who eventually become the xenomorphs in this film. It's not super deep, but it was very interesting to me in Prometheus to discover the, that the engineers were essentially the ones that created humans and created these creatures. So, okay, but I'm just well, well, here. Here's the problem that I have is that it just seems so. Like I guess it's just uh, you just you just have to suspend disbelief and just say, okay, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. But like for me, right? Because at some point you, you, you get... land you land on an alien planet, and your immediate decision is to walk off without any kind of protection, no helmets. Uh, no, yeah, but they no already, scanning they, the environment. They, they, they no, did scan. They did all that stuff on the ship. They were heavily armed. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, just weren't very good at it. Yeah, they were, exactly. Listen, That's the, true. They had the, guns. The scientists yeah. in Prometheus were maybe the worst scientists ever. That's also Man. true because they did some dumb things in that movie. But I think, yeah. I think just in general, I mean, they scan the planet. I mean, I'm not as I'm not as interested in like the little logical plot holes like that like would you really just go out there without a helmet and all that stuff as much as i am interested oh. in the mythology and the world building that they did around the engineers around the origin of the human species around the origin of the xenomorph species how those things came together uh, specifically david's but they role they didn't spend a lot of time on that and that's like the last like they do like a quick like flashback sequence well no they did spend a lot of time on it in prometheus which is the whole point that i'm saying sure. i can't no. imagine josh seeing this without having say, seen prometheus because this but in prometheus, has been about prometheus so far. in prometheus it right? makes because no sense this movie is a literal payoff to everything that happened in prometheus that's why i'm saying in my review i can't imagine having seen it without the without Prometheus as a backdrop because all of the things that are interesting or the, the most interesting in this movie to me were the things tied into the world building of the origin of the species specifically that were the questions that were asked in Prometheus and so so you know. so okay but let, let me just continue on this this question because this is the this, this problem I had is, is that okay so David is basically 
Frankenstein, right? Yes. That basically, this that's the whole point of this this thing, right? Is that he he's, he's continuing given this, the work of the he's engineers. given the ability to create. Well, not continuing it. He yeah. destroyed the engineers. He, he killed did, everybody. But what he's doing Why? in this movie? Why did he do that? What he's doing in this movie is an extension of what they were doing. The by, the well, engineers so in Prometheus were experimenting on both species. Why did he kill them? That's like it didn't make any sense to me. Like da- David just seemed like the ultimate MacGuffin. I don't think it so. It really I think, bothered me. I think I they answered. I think they answered that. Yeah. They they clearly showed when yeah, yeah. David and Walter are talking to each other and their models. I mean, yes, it was it was certainly on the nose. But when they clearly say you were designed to be more human, more emotional, etc., it's clear that he's had some sort of situation there because he mentions being of the gods the entire time, and. At the end of Prometheus, where he is killed, where the engineers have been killed and this Neomorph comes forth, the idea that he would just continue to do what they were doing except doing it on a higher level makes perfect sense in the in the world to me. If it doesn't work for you, I understand. It just to me it all makes sense. When you put when you have a companion piece of Prometheus and this movie together and you watch them back to back, they tie in beautifully, in my opinion. Uh, I feel like I feel like that Prometheus was trying to do something in, you know, like really out there and like different and give us kind of a fresh take. Uh, but it left a lot of strings, it you did. know, not untied. Right. And I can feeling like the director and, and the writer of this film was like, no, no, we got to tie all that stuff up. And well, they, they just, I've actually, sloppily yeah, I've, I've seen a, did I, that. I read an interview with uh, Scott who said that he felt as if, a lot of people rejected Prometheus because it wasn't horror movie slash action movie enough. And that in this movie, he felt as if there was an intrinsic studio pressure, even on Ridley Scott, who can do whatever he wants to, to make sure that that wasn't the case with this one. And so I think that that's, I think that's where part of the problem comes in is trying to make this feel like a Jim Cameron film when it's, when he's obviously not interested in that. So. Yeah. So okay. So here, let, let's throw it to Daniel and to Josh because they are. I mean, it seemed like me and Chad have been talking. So how about you guys? As far as like story and like the depth of that, how did you guys feel the payoff of all that stuff was? Like, obviously, Josh, for you, you have, you haven't seen Prometheus, so you have no payoff whatsoever. What did you? Th- what were you thinking when you learned that David was Frankenstein and you know cobbling together all this stuff? Did that make sense to you? Were you following all that? How did you feel? Um, well, after the beginning scene of the movie where they, yeah. they kind of teased that he was, you know, he was more than, is more than an automaton and he was going to, going to be fully sentient and going to be fully aware of right. everything. And so it, it wasn't that much of a surprise, I guess, cause it's, it's a classic sci-fi thing. You know, it's the, it's the AI who learns to create, learns to love, learns to hate, whatever. The more you guys are talking, the more I regret what I said back in the beginning that there weren't many glaring story holes because you're right about the whole everyone everyone just walks off by themselves. Oh, it's terrible. And <laughs> it's terrible. That, that part's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But as it's far just, as the, it's just laziness in my opinion, like all that stuff is just super yeah. just lazy. Somewhat yeah. lazy, but also they were told by David that where they were was completely safe on more than it's one true. occasion. No, but it yeah, happens. It happens them. out in the woods before that too. When when the that the guys, like, I'm gonna go take a piss. I'll see you later. And just walks <laughs> off by himself. Like, come on, like he walked you can over walk literally fi- like 
twenty yards to take a piss, Chris. What? What? Right. What, exa- so but what they would were, you do? They, would you just pee in your pants? They were not in eyesight. <laughs> he, he didn't have to pee. He went to well, smoke. Couldn't he have just said, "I have to go smoke"? <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm just. I'm just saying. Like th- there was that moment, and then there's also there. There were several other moments. I'm saying, that those I was, kinds of things are nitpicky. I think. That's they, not nitpicky. Let me. Let me. Let me nitpick one more time. Oh the year is 2104. Yeah, and the year is 2104. GoPros. Like, just <laughs> normal, normal GoPro hero For no fours. reason. For no reason. For For no I don't know reason. why. Yeah, they have amazing solar sh- sales. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, it, that's fine. You I guys. Just, <laughs> all that is, oh, all okay, that, though... Go Let ahead, me get dude. a little deeper into into, my, into yeah. the mythology part that I don't like. Um, obviously, the GoPro's a nitpick. But look, the the thing that I disliked about it is that to me, it doesn't make any sense in connection with the alien movies themselves. The reason I liked Prometheus is because it was it like you guys said it was more ambiguous right. uh, to me at least. Or that's the way I watch Prometheus. It's it's not trying. You can read see- into it. You can read it. And you, you say, "What did that mean? What did that mean? Who knows?" And then, and then in the end, you see the well. I, I thought it was a xenomorph. I get it's a neomorph. Kind of comes out at the end, and it's like, "Oh, okay, that's a nice little tie into the alien movies," and that's kind of it. This one, it's trying, it's expanding on that, and I just don't care. I don't care at all where the alien came from in Aliens. So if if it, if it was a separate, uh, it's not thing, just this where the not- aliens came from. It's where humans came from as well. I don't okay. give it. Why did, what does that have to do with the alien movie? You know yeah, what I mean? That so I think if this was its own thing, maybe I wouldn't dislike it as much. Like maybe I'm maybe that's the reason I don't like this movie is because it's tr- it it doesn't make any sense in connection to the movie Alien. Um, other yeah, than it, that, it created other that than the fact that it created the alien. Yeah, and I don't exactly, and that's a problem. That's a problem. So like, what's going to happen is we know at some point. David's going to run into what is it called the Nostromo or whatever, or somehow have a connection yeah. to it. It just seems so I don't want to say trite, but like, why? Why do we need to know that? Because 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 they 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 have now literally made it only date because David's the one who created the xenomorph. Only David knows how to make that thing, and it doesn't exist anywhere else in the universe. Just him. I I, I think that's kind of I don't know, not so satisfying. If- yeah, I, I totally agree. I think mm. I think like I said, if this was its own thing, trying to set up its own little mythology about like where humans came from and and experimenting on aliens, I think I'm I'm I might enjoy this more. But because it's it's a connection to the first Alien movie, it's removing the. I, I want the mystery of this just freaking crazy alien that's attacking these ships. Like that's that's more interesting to me than explaining that it was engineered by this rogue android from like i i I don't i don't care in connection to alien so So that's my biggest problem with it let me cut to let me cut to the big (laughs) reveal let me cut to the big reveal the big twist at the end of this movie that's the the part that i feel like is the most stupidest dumbest dumber whatever i don't don't think most stupidest most stupidest thing i could possibly imagine because if they have no way of so they're able to know and detect that a an alien life form is on board the ship right and actually track it that they don't know that david is different from whatever his name is the other one walter walter, walter. that's May the dumbest thing peace. i've ever as soon as he walked on the thing the the the, the mother should have said you're not walter uh, it just didn't make any sense to me and then the fact that they wouldn't like 
checked that because they knew that there was yeah. an evil version that looked exactly like him. Oh, just because you lost a hand, I'm going to trust you now. Like that was just so, Oh, uh, what? No, that I, th- I was hoping the twist was going to be that that was actually Walter. Like I was like, Oh, you know what they're going to do? They're making the audience feel like that's probably not, but he's going to come to the rescue at the last minute and prove that he's Walter and that's going to be awesome. And then it turned out not to be. And I was like, oh, gosh, really? That's ugh, ugh. I just left with a bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, ah, forget it. Ugh. Did you like that, Chad? Did you did you think that that was OK? Was that a I, listen? You guys can nitpick anything <laughs> to death. That's not nitpicking. It's, that's the that's end not of the nitpicking. Movie. That's it the was, end of the it, movie. It's not nitpicking. Yeah. The twist is not a twist. Everybody knows the possibility yeah. that that's going to happen. So no, the, no, the, no, no. But they telecast yes. it though. They they no. don't show who dies at the end. Of course they of, don't. Of, the of course they don't. They cut away Come intentionally on. to make it yeah, exactly. to make you second guess who is it? Is it is it Nobody's him? Is second it not? guessing. No one is Ex- second guessing. That's that. exactly. No one. That's exactly the point. Everybody knows that. Well, you don't know, but you're pretty relatively sure that it's not Walter. So, what's the, yeah? They just gave that you what you me. already knew. What's the problem? That There's didn't no bother you there. No. Yeah, that that, well, that one didn't bother me either. I, I that I thought it was fine. I, I agree. It's it's very obvious, but like I don't I don't feel like it's supposed to be this gigantic insane twist. I think it's just the end. Yeah, the end it's of taking the movie. you to which we already know are going to be no, I just another think it proves Prometheus. How stupid the humans are in this movie that they make every <laughs> bad decision they possibly could. They that's just true. It, that's why I wasn't enjoying the movie. It I had such a hard time with it was that we're going to land on the planet. No helmets necessary. We're just going to like fiddle our way through all this stuff. Not a problem at all. I'm going to trust this guy. Not a not, it just really was he like did save their lives initially. Well, they knew they didn't need helmets. They'd scan the planet. Scan. They know of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, they did, Chris. You can't and they didn't of need something helmets. that they, they didn't need, do and they did better do. You saw Prometheus, right? <laughs> Yes, like, Prometheus was the worst. The it, scientists were horribly like, stupid in the in Prometheus. I agree. What did you say? I said the, the scientists were horribly stupid in Prometheus. That's, There's no that's doubt. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem is, is that they're just as dumb here. I just feel like no, man, they need not. to get like a different like school that these scientists right. need to go to or something. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. Can I that we could talk about related to this movie? The fact that we are talking about these dumb things. Let me let me nitpick one more thing. Yes, uh, here we go. James Franco. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, so distracting. So that was really distracting. Um, like I thought, like I'm okay with like in life where Ryan Reynolds was killed off early. Sorry, spoilers for life. He was killed off early, but it was it was shocking. This wasn't that. This was you literally go, wait, was that James Franco? Right. Oh, he's dead now. He must be coming back later. Okay, like I didn't. I, I that was so distracting. They just they, they, Again, they did it just for problem. one jab. They did it for one jab from who was it? Was it from David? When he says to her, no, 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 from the cap, the, uh, I'm the, not uh, free climbing. Yeah, I'm not free. Yeah, climbing. I'm not free climbing. And I was like, yeah, that was, that so was you weird. guys, so, so what, let me make sure I say this out loud for our listeners yeah. at home who can <laughs> yes. be in shock along with me. You two oh, please. liked life better than this movie. No, Cause that's what you're saying. Uh, that's what you're saying right now. That's a little that unfair because this has so much history behind it, and is that's it why I don't like it. Is it is unfair because you were very positive on life. You're right. You're right. It was. And so I, you the, like it better. The, uh, n- I like them uh-huh. in very different ways. The, my my complaints here are not about the craft or or really about the story. I'm nitpicking little things uh, about like story and things, but but 
it, it's a well-crafted film. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the way it connects into the Alien franchise is the problem that I have with it. So yeah, I sound more negative than I do when we reviewed Life, but I I like them in very different ways. How about Life. you, Josh? Well, is there anything and you the, wanted to talk about or anything you want to discuss? Ask questions since you've you have no connection at all. <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm just kind of hanging out. You really should enjoy- see the first. I'm just two enjoying movies. everyone's company right right now. You mentioned earlier that there were literary and musical references and yeah. philosophical questions. I counted one of each of those. And yes. So I, I don't know whether it's fair to to give it. The well, credit no, because plural. they set it up at the very beginning. He's playing Entrance of the Gods into Valhalla, right Wagner. from Wagner, right. right? So that he and what he, what he's being told by his creator, by his father or whatever, that it, what it's it's a little empty without actually having the full orchestra there, right? Sure, sure. So at the moment they they set that up, saying this piece of music has significance, right? There are things need to be added onto in order to make it what it can be, right? So I feel like, number one there, they're setting up saying, something's missing, something needs to happen. And that's why I'm saying, I feel like they have some amazing philosophical, I can dig into this stuff. That that first scene, I was like, oh yeah, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for some Blade Runner-esque, like I can dive in and find out what they meant by that. It was the dumbness of the action and of, of, of the people that made me just like, oh, I want something more. I was looking for something meatier. Ozymandias is another, uh, by Shelley, is another literary reference that they make pretty frequently in, in this, as well as Prometheus uh, by Byron. Uh, Byron is mentioned many times in, in this uh, as well. All literary refer- references, and Frankenstein, I think, is almost... Um, an obvious one as well. Just the, the idea of piecing together bits uh, and creating something that they think is going to be better than. Uh, so those are the ones I was talking about. And I felt like they were trying to make a point with. All right. Okay. Asked and <laughs> answered. You asked, you asked. That's what, yeah, that's no, what I was at. I, I'm just wondering what, what the point is. They certainly did mention right. Ozymandias quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but it, it felt very, uh, to use a Chris term on the nose. Surface level. It felt like there's so much deep stuff. I really, I want to hear a interview with the writer and with the director because I feel like there was more there. It just didn't get on the screen for some reason. That's, I think, the most frustration I have is I felt like that opening scene I I dug. Like if the whole movie felt like that opening scene, I would have been all in. But I just yeah. felt like it didn't live up live up to I, it. I was ready for the opening scene, and and that was yeah. That, that was it. There was, there yeah. Was no exploration of any of that. I agree. And that, that's what kind of just was bummer. like, oh, man, this is a bummer. It's just, this is what I said. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just felt like the potential was high. The, the, the options were there. The talents, the, all of that. I just didn't feel like it fused together into something that I was like, wow. I just, it didn't, it didn't get there for me. Anything else anybody else wants to bring up? Anything nitpicky uh, we can uh, chat off with anymore? <laughs> yeah, Come on. Let's, let's How much can we beat this dead on. horse? There are, there are rumors that um, the lady, uh, the central character in this one, um, Daniels, uh, could be uh, Ripley's mother in future huh? movies. See, that kind of thing just really... Just, yeah, yeah, that's I know. stupid. Let's not that talk about that. Let's, let's talk more oh about how gosh. they should be wearing their helmets and they wouldn't have that kind of paper in their desks. Both of those things are so stupid. Like, I, I just... <laughs> I both of those things are paper. dumb. 
<laughs> Chad is so angry right now. But it's true. When you I think about dumb. it, like, you're, literally, you're so dumb. I only spent 20 minutes talking about stupid things. But hey, whatever. hey, 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 listen, there's, there, there's an alien loose on our little shuttlecraft. You know what I'm going to do? Instead of, like, be clever about this, I'm just going to pick up a shotgun and start shooting the fuel. Let's do it. Yeah. Boom. So stupid. At that point. So Chris, if a now, xenomorph ever approached you in your home, I'm sure you'd be very reasoned and calm. <laughs> I will say that at the end that the computer can detect the alien but not David. It's a little it's just a little bothered me. Just yeah. bo- because I just I just, I just, I just kind of like, oh man, really? This is we should yeah. probably just stop. Yes, let's. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this bonus episode of The Screeners. Join us next time as we discuss Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I know all of you are very excited about the movie, and we can't <laughs> wait to discuss it with you. All right, guys. See you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time. They better have like the kind of wood that real pirates would have or I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) 